Welcome, everyone, to episode two of the Cool Guy Podcast. This is Marvin, your host, and I am thrilled to be recording the second episode to this new podcast that I launched. Uh, Again, this was something that God had put in my heart for some time now, and I finally took the step of faith. And, you know, I just want to thank everyone that reached out to me, everyone that sent me a message, all of the feedback that I received. Thank you. Thank you for... um, Thank you for acknowledging, you know, the, the, the gifts that God has given me and thank you for just, you know, your support. Uh, if you haven't checked us out yet on Instagram, you can do so at the cool guy podcast, or you can follow me on my personal account, uh, the real Marvin G that'll get you over to the cool guy podcast as well. Uh, please like subscribe, follow, share, you know what to do. We definitely want to get this out there so that more people can listen and um, we want to make it more interactive, you know, um, so please follow us. There's a lot of really good things that are coming uh, coming out uh, before we get started. I just wanted to give a quick little shout out to another podcast that I was watching yesterday, uh, Voice and Virtue podcast. Um, girls, keep going, man. I know how you feel. Uh, it's good to see that I wasn't the only one that was overcome by nerves. You guys are actually putting yourselves out there so that everyone can watch. And, and I just want to commend you and, you know, keep doing it, man. You, you ladies definitely have a voice that other, uh, young women need to hear. And, and I'm excited for what God is doing through you guys. So if you haven't done so yet, check them out. Voice and virtue podcast. All right, guys, let's get started with episode number two. So now we are full-blown 2024. Uh, We are eight days now, nine days by the time you hear this into the new year. There's been a lot of good things that have happened. Uh, Unfortunately, not everywhere around the world have things been so good. I don't know if you guys heard, but on the 1st of January, uh, Japan experienced a really devastating earthquake. Uh, It was a 7.8 earthquake and it just brought a lot of uh, a lot of destruction. I was watching a lot of the videos on TikTok about how this earthquake provoked a tsunami and how homes and businesses and cars are getting washed up everywhere because of how strong this earthquake was, you know, and it's kind of hard to it's hard to see. It's hard to fathom you know, that here we're bringing in a new year and we're so excited, you know, for our goals and we're so excited, you know, for uh, the open doors and we're so excited for a new opportunity and then bam, an earthquake hits. I can't, I can't even imagine how the people in Japan must feel uh, going through, through such tragedy. You know, I'm sure that there's been a lot of lives that have been lost And we're praying for Japan. You know, if you can remember today as you're, you know, going through your list of prayers, say a prayer for Japan. You know, they definitely need God's help. Um, They need to be able to find something to lift them them up, you know, in this time where it seems like, wow, like I can't believe we've started our year this way, you know. So let's just say a prayer for Japan. Um, You know, God is with them. And let's pray that through this, like the Bible says, everything works for good. I know at times it's really hard to understand or see the good that's going to take place. But at the end of the day, remember that everything is about saving souls. So I hope that this tragedy, you know, will bring other people closer to Jesus. And, you know, it's it's something that that is deeper than just um, 
it's it's deeper than what we could possibly understand or imagine. So let's just say a prayer for the people in Japan and let's pray that everything turns around for them over there uh, in that in that island. All right, guys, something else that has happened uh, in this new year, something that happened to me personally, um, I was I brought in the new year uh, feeling a lot of pain. I was in a lot of pain. I was in a lot of anguish. Um, I had a pain in my right foot that was just, um, it was unbearable. I think that's the best way to put it because I couldn't walk on it. I couldn't put any pressure on it. Uh, just laying down and resting uh, just was, it, it was shooting pain all over my foot and part of my leg. And this was a pain that I had experienced two other times, the last time being two years ago. And the last time I went to the doctor, I remember being in tears telling my wife uh, to take me to the ER because I just couldn't stand the pain anymore. And I went to the ER and they did x-rays and they didn't find anything wrong, which is great, right? Great news. Um, They gave me some pain medication and everything went away and everything went back to normal up until uh, two weeks ago. Two weeks ago, I started feeling, again, the discomfort in my foot. I remember it was a Saturday, and I was just trying to, to finish my, my work day, and I could not I could not deal with the pain anymore. Uh, putting on a sock was, was provoking a lot of pain because of the compression that it was putting on my foot. So finally, on Sunday, I felt okay. I thought, you know what? Okay, we're getting over this. I was able to at least put on a shoe. I wasn't able to tie it or anything. It was on, you know, pretty loosely, but at least I was able to put on a shoe, which was a big improvement. And after Sunday on Monday, you know, I started feeling a lot of discomfort again. And then Tuesday came around and I just, again, I I couldn't deal with the pain. So my wife and I decided that going to the ER was going to be the best thing. God bless the doctors, right? For, for the science and, 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 and the medical field. And I went in there and again, they did x-rays on me. They were asking me, you know, did you hurt it? Did you, uh, you know, maybe twist your ankle or, and, and, and I hadn't, I, I hadn't done anything that would have provoked that type of a pain. So they did x-rays and yeah, the x-rays came back negative. There wasn't anything that was broken. There wasn't anything that they could see. And then they said, you know what, we're going to have to, um, we're going to have to draw some blood. And I was like, oh, my gosh, like instantly I squirmed instantly. I felt nervous. Uh, My wife wasn't there to hold my hand throughout the process. (laughs) So I said, "Okay, I mean, we got to do what we have to do. Right. So they drew some blood and then maybe 30 minutes later, they came back and they said, we are diagnosing you with gout. And I can't say that I was surprised I can't say that I felt like, oh, my gosh, like, how could this be happening to me? Um, For those of you that don't know what gout is, basically, it is a type of uh, inflammatory arthritis that causes a lot of pain and swelling where your joints are. Um, And usually you have flare ups that will, well, yeah, you know, usually the flare ups will cause a lot of pain. Now, you're probably asking yourself, well, what causes the flare ups? Well, in my particular case, uh, it's eating a lot of red meat. It's eating a lot of like the processed foods. It's eating a lot or drinking a lot of sugary drinks like soda and energy drinks and, you know, all the salt and uric acid that's in foods. 
So basically, um, yeah, it's 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 a summary of everything that I eat on a daily basis or drink on a daily basis. So when I heard the news again, I wasn't entirely surprised. I wasn't I wasn't even disappointed. I wasn't even upset. You know, uh, at the beginning of the year, I had mentioned that, you know, um, well, I had mentioned privately, you know, with my wife that God was really starting to speak to me about my health. You know, uh, another shout out. I'm going to give a shout out to Metron Fitness and my brother-in-law, Justin Alvarezares. Go check him out if you're in need of a health coach or a personal trainer. Um, yeah, you know, God really uses him in in imparting wisdom about the body about you know this 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 temple that we have and how we should we should we should care about how our body feels and how our body is operating because you know if you know me you know that my desire is to serve god you know that my desire is to serve god wherever man i mean i've been to many i've been fortunate to travel to a lot of different places to preach the gospel and i've been able to do it around here as well you know in our in our cities in our neighborhoods in our home and that's my biggest desire it's always been to serve god in any in anything and anywhere and uh one of the things that uh justin says is how are you going to be able to uh, finish the race per se, you know, and, and, and how are you going to be able to fulfill everything that God has called you for if the thing that's going to get you there starts to malfunction and is unhealthy and just stops working? And this is something that he's been saying, you know, for some time now. I mean, he went to school for this and, you know, he I know that God has given him the conviction and the and the the knowledge for all of this. And he's been preaching it to us. And, you know, you try to cover your ears and you're like, la, 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 la. You know, he's talking to somebody else. He ain't talking to me, you know, because you know that you are guilty of not taking care of the temple that God has given you. So. God had already started speaking to me um, towards the end of, of last year about my health and about making better decisions and not necessarily changing habits, but changing a lifestyle. And I think that's been the biggest uh, the biggest challenge is, you know, usually we try to change our habits and we try to change the way that we eat so that we can have good results and see positive um and have the the satisfaction of seeing the reward right oh my pants are fitting a little bit better my shirt's feeling uh fitting a little bit better you know but one thing that god has been speaking to me about is not changing my habits because changing your habits is only going to take you so far you know for me this needs to be a change of lifestyle you know i i I need to start thinking the way a healthy person does and not just put a Band-Aid on a situation that can erupt again at any time. I don't know. Have you ever experienced something like that? Is there something in your life that you know needs change, something that God has been speaking over you for some time now and, and, and telling you, you know what, you need to change that around, whether it's your mindset, whether it's your finances, uh, maybe it's a relationship, you know, with a family member, with a friend, um, whatever the case may be. What is it that God is calling you to do and you've tried to do what I did and just kind of, you know, block it out and say, ah, that's for somebody else. I'd like to hear about it because I know I'm not the only one that's gone through this. Um, and I know that a lot of people out there, 
you know, sometimes we feel like we are the only ones that are going something through something. Sometimes we feel embarrassed to be able to admit, you know, that we're dealing with a certain situation that that God is tugging at our heart for, you know, like I'm going to be honest, like speaking about my health and speaking about, you know, this gout, uh, it make it made me feel a little uncomfortable at first because it made me feel vulnerable, like, man, like, you know, like. I'm admitting to not having a healthy lifestyle. I'm admitting to not eating the best. I'm admitting to to just yeah, not being healthy and and that that's kind of sad, you know, but I'm so thankful uh back to the story. I'm so thankful that when they came back and they said, "You know what? We're diagnosing you with gout." I wasn't surprised. I wasn't shocked. It was like Okay, well, I could see it, you know. I I see the things that I've done that have resulted in this diagnosis. Now, I'm not uh I'm not praising God for the sickness. I'm not praising God for the gout. What I'm praising God for is for speaking to me in a way that's so clear where it's like, "Okay, Lord, you got my attention. Uh, you know, you've been talking to me about my health and about the my my lifestyle." All right, you 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 take the win <laughs> per se, you know. So I have now been on a on a on a different kick as far as like the foods that I'm eating, the things that I'm drinking. Uh, it's simple. I have a, a short list of things that I'm eating, and basically it just consists of like salmon, a lot of salmon, uh, no red meats, a little bit of chicken, uh, chicken breast, just because of you know it doesn't have all the uh, the fatty in it like the thighs and all the good parts of the chicken does, but. Um, so I'm eating that. I haven't, you know, if you know me or if you don't know me, um, breakfast, man. Breakfast is like my favorite meal of the day. I don't know what your favorite meal is, but for me, it's breakfast. I love the sausage, the bacon, the pancakes, the toast, the eggs. I mean, the gravy, like all that stuff, man. I love it. And I haven't had any of it in the last um, two weeks. That's a miracle in itself. But I am definitely seeing things differently. I'm seeing things through a through a different scope, and I thank God for that. Um, I know that God is going to strengthen me. I, I believe that God is going to strengthen me. Uh, he's I'm definitely going through a detox, you know, which we all have something that we need to detox. Right now, my wife is detoxing from social media, and. Man, I I commend her. You know, I commend her for having the guts to do it, for listening to the voice of God and just saying, man, you know what? Social media is taking over my life. I mean, she, you know, you're going to hear that. You're going to be like, oh, my God, you know, did it really get that bad? No, it's not that bad in the sense that she's, you know, she can't be a mother or a wife or, you know, no, no, no. That's not what I'm trying to say. It's just, you know, you prioritize certain things and those things take priority over anything else and for her she felt like social media was taking that place you know instead of being more productive or instead of being um you know instead of going after those things that really matter more she was spending a lot of time on social media so she felt god telling her to give it up and she's given it up now for the last eight days and and i think she's uh, I would have to have her on to speak about it, and I know she'll join me on one of these podcasts coming up real short, uh, real quickly. But I'm sure if she's 
spoke to you about it, she would tell you that, yeah, the first few days were kind of hard, you know, because it is an addiction, you know, just like food is an addiction, just like alcohol is an addiction, like it's an addiction. And anytime that you try to break that addiction, um, there's going to be resistance, there's going to be withdrawal. And, you know, she's been able to maintain and she has been able to do a lot more things that line up with the goals that she had for for this new year. So I'm excited for her journey. I'm excited for my journey. We're excited for each other's journey. I'm excited to hear what your journey is. You know, what is it that God is calling you to give up? Maybe we can come in agreement uh, through prayer. You know, maybe you can share with me what it is that God is taking you through. And I can pray for you. You know, the Bible says that um, if somebody is weak, come to God and ask him to be to to strengthen you. You know, if so, don't feel bad. Don't feel bad. I know it's the the enemy, the devil, the lies that he tries to put in your ear, tries to put in your head and tries to tell you that, you know, um, that tries to make you feel guilty for being weak, you know, but God glorifies himself in our weaknesses. So I'm excited again for what he is doing in my life. Um, I was just telling my wife today, actually, I'm like, you know what, babe, like I feel good, like She's like, oh, your foot feels good. I'm like, no, no, no. Yeah, like it feels great again. You know, like there's just a little bit of tenderness or soreness, but like I feel good overall. Like I feel good in my spirit. I feel good with myself. I feel good about, you know, the the decisions that we're making. Um, and, you know, people at work sometimes ask me like, hey, how are you doing today? And I'm like, man, like I feel good. And I genuinely mean it. Like, Have you ever told somebody like, oh, yeah, I feel good. But, you know, that there's uh, depression, there's uh, sickness, there's, you know, some underlying things that nobody can see. But you just want to tell them that you're doing good so that you don't get into detail. But no, like, man, I thank God that right now when the people are asking me, how do you feel? I can genuinely say I feel good. So that's what God is doing in my life right now in these last eight, nine days of this new year. I'm excited to hear, you know, what God is doing in your life. I hope that me opening up about opening up about my uh, personal uh, goals and and and, you know, being vulnerable about my health maybe will will allow you to open up and hear the voice of God and say, like, man, you know what? There's certain things in my life that need to change. And maybe it's not the health. Maybe it's something else. You know, maybe it's 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 uh, something completely different. But I am praying for you. You got this. And there's still time to turn things around. You know, if 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 like Japan, you know, in these first eight days have been, you know, a big earthquake and there have been crashing waves that have come over you and they've tried to shake in you. There is still time to turn turn things around. You know, God is still faithful, man. Like our rock is Jesus. And we need to make sure that we are uh, grounded on that foundation you know the foundation at the beach the sand like when a wave comes over you the sand starts to go back into the ocean and you know you start losing your your ground you start getting unbalanced and it's it's easy for you to to fall you know if a bigger wave was to come but that's not jesus when we're founded on jesus man where our feet are planted on a solid rock and we are unmovable. We are unshakable. And that is honestly the only reason that I feel encouraged. That is the only reason that I feel optimistic. That is the reason that I feel so blessed and so good about everything that's going on in my life, man. So I hope that you can receive that uh, impartation through the sound waves. And, you know, if you need prayer about something specific, 
please send me a message. You can uh, send me a message privately on um, the Cool Guy podcast on Instagram. If you want to send me an email, you can do so as well. It's podcastthecoolguy at gmail.com. Once again, that's podcastcoolguy at gmail.com or on Instagram, the Cool Guy Podcast. So I'm excited to listen to what you have to say and hopefully we can come in agreement for your situation and see things turn around. All right, guys. After saying all of that, I want to close today's episode uh, talking about uh, another person, another famous person that gave their life to Jesus uh, not too long ago. Uh, in episode one, I talked about Daddy Yankee. Yeah, Daddy Yankee, one of the, the biggest uh, reggaeton Latin, you know, voices that are, that are out there in the last, you know, 10, 20 years and how he has proclaimed Jesus now as his Lord and Savior. And, you know, he is doing he is on fire, man. Like he is constantly posting stuff about Jesus and about how his life has turned around and the good that he wants to do and the goals that he has now. And that is that is awesome to hear. But another person that gave their life to Jesus um, before him some time ago, a few months ago was somebody by the name of Kat Von D. Um, I remember Kat Von D as a famous tattoo artist who was on the show LA Inc. I was like so hooked on that show, man. Like, I don't know how you're, what you feel about tattoos, but I don't have any. And I remember I always wanted a tattoo, but I just never really knew what I wanted. So that uh, was a reason for me to hesitate from getting anything just because you know of the perm of how permanent it is and i guess through time i was just like eh, like i'm good without a tattoo now but anyways i used to watch the show la inc and uh, she was a tattoo artist um that i mean does incredible work i mean her portraits are 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 they're phenomenal, man. They're very realistic and they the detail that goes into it. I mean, that really is an art form, man. Like, you know, the way that they draw on your skin as if they were drawing on a piece of paper like that. Yeah, that that's a talent, man. That's a, a God given gift. But anyways, that's how I knew of Kat Von D, you know, because of of um, of this show, you know, and she if, if you know her, she always had this like very goth look, just very dark look, always wearing black, always, you know, the the dark hair. And um, and yeah, you know, uh, when I heard that she had given her life to Jesus uh, again, right, the cynical side of one of myself was like, man, like, OK, like, I wonder if this is for real. Right. So here I go uh, judging, number one. But number two, I started wanting to see um, if she had posted anything, if she had professed it, you know, publicly. And sure enough, there was this video of her getting baptized. And I was like, man, like that is so awesome that, you know, whatever it is that she went through, you know, she came to the realization that she needed Jesus in her life. And then um, I found an interview that she did. Um, actually, I didn't. Okay, so I was another shout out. I was getting my haircut at the King's Barber in Vancouver. Shout out to my guy, Danny. He's the one that cuts my hair. And we were talking about the Kat uh, Von D interview. He's like, oh, yeah, you know, I was listening to her interview. So then I went to go follow or look for it. And, yeah, you can find it on YouTube. It's the um, what is it called? The Relatable Podcast. 
Uh, and she was on there, and the name of the host doesn't come to mind. Uh, let me see. Actually, I think I have it written down here. It is the Reli- Reliable Podcast. Re- I'm sorry. Okay, it's I butchered this, man. Let me start over. It's the Relatable Podcast with Ali Beth Stuckey. And she was interviewing uh, Kat Von D about this, about, you know, giving her life to Jesus and how everything came to be. And you should definitely go check it out, you know, because I think it's a really good interview. I think she is completely open about, you know, what she was going through. But one of the things that 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 I didn't know about Kat Von D was that, number one, she's Argentinian. She's Argentinian, but they were uh, her parents were missionaries and they were in Mexico. So that's where. Uh, she was raised was in Mexico and her parents, you know, um, were were, you know, they were on fire for Jesus, you know, and unlike or maybe not unlike, but maybe like a lot of our older generation or our parents, you know, along with being on fire with Jesus, there was a lot of, you know, religiousness in that, too. Um, and sadly, you know, that, that damaged her or that brought a lot of, uh, hurt and I can relate to that. You know, I can relate to that because I remember, um, everything was a sin, you know, like you couldn't have any fun because it was a sin. Uh, you couldn't go to the movies, you couldn't go bowling, you couldn't go watch any sporting events, like nothing that other people considered fun. You could do because it was considered a sin. You know, and unfortunately, when you have when you have those upbringings or you have that teaching, you start to have resentment towards God and religion and 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 Christianity and just all of the above, you know, and you need an escape from that. And I remember going through that. I remember there was a time in my life where I was like, man, like I I, I'm not good enough to be a Christian like you know, if 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 it takes a certain type of person to be a Christian, man, I ain't it, you know, because I want to go party. I want to go drink. I want to meet girls like I was like, no, like that isn't for me. And that more or less was exactly what was happening to Kat Von D, too. You know, she said that she ran away uh, when she was really young and she started experiencing with a lot of, you know, drugs and alcoholism in particular. And it's just sad, you know, because I know that there's many of us that have felt that way that had that kind of an upbringing and we were hurt you know we were hurt by it and that allowed for for a lot of bad decisions to take place now i thank god that in my in my case you know i was able to come back to jesus and i was able to experience a different jesus a loving jesus a jesus that you know um wasn't looking for me to be perfect but wanted to perfection himself in me you know like i was saying earlier like God wants to glorify himself in our weaknesses. Like he's not looking for anybody to be perfect. You know, he's just looking for somebody that is willing to open up their hearts and receive this gospel, receive, you know, this this kingdom that Jesus came to preach. And man, I am so I am I am so thankful that I was able to open up my heart to Jesus again and I've seen a difference in how my upbringing was to what the Bible says, what the gospel truly is. And it's made a difference. You know, it's made a difference. And that's what Kat Von D was talking about, you know, was just um, finding Jesus again, knowing that something something was always missing. Uh, she was always trying to fill, fulfill a void 
that was in her life by doing all of these different things and being young and famous and 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 having money i mean you know that was that was that was taking her even though she had those things that wasn't fulfilling anything in her that was meaningful so check out that uh that interview uh again it's the relatable relatable podcast and the the host name i I, I'm sorry, man, but I had never heard her. Her name is Ali Beth Stuckey, and it's a good little interview. And I think one of the other takeaways that that I got from from this interview was, like I mentioned, being cynical. You know, see, hearing about Kat Von D uh, giving her life to Jesus, and instantly my reaction was not to celebrate, but it was like, let me see if this is real. You know, and one of the things that she did open up about was the criticism that she received from other Christians. Like, oh, my gosh, like, what are we doing? Right. Like, instead of lifting up our our new sister in Christ, like, man, we start trying to break her down and we try to discredit, you know, the work that God is doing in her, the work that the Holy Spirit is doing in her. And um, I'm guilty of it. You know, you you the reaction that I expressed or my reaction about Daddy Yankee. Uh, giving his life to Jesus and having to see if it was true, listening to Kat Von D, you know, give her life to Jesus and trying to see if it's true. Like, that's what I mean. Instead of celebrating, instead of, you know, praising God for the victory of another life, you're like, no, no, no. Let me see if this is true. And that's exactly what she experienced with the with the Christian church. You know, sadly, there were people that were dissecting the the baptism video. She has a baptism video out there, and you can go check it out on her Instagram. Uh, I think it's her handle is just Kat Von D. But people were like nitpicking like that her hands didn't go underwater so it wasn't a real baptism and man like we can be so mean we can be so just not nice man i don't know how else to 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 describe it but we need to change that we need to be better you know as a body of christ as ambassadors the bible says that we are ambassadors of the kingdom here on earth basically what that means is that we are the face of the church we are the face of jesus like people are going to know jesus through us so what are we portraying what are we putting out there what examples are we giving what things are we saying what things are we doing like we need to think about the responsibility that comes with being called a child of god you know like when i think about my daughters and and i being their dad like i hope that wherever they go you know they give a good testimony of who i am you know of the of the values that i've instilled in them and you know i hope that they demonstrate their good manners they say thank you they say please and thank you and you know because as a dad that's what's going to make you feel proud i can't you know there's going to be a time where they're just going to grow up and 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 they're going to be you know them and people are going to people are going to make a conclusion of who their parents are based off of how they are and i hope that i'm 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 putting my 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 thought process clear enough for for you to understand on the one hand who cares what other people think right like i mean so so don't get me wrong like it's not i'm not i'm not just trying to be completely on one side no 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 it's a balance of both on the one hand who cares what other people think but on the other hand I want them, I want people to know that we raised them right, you know, that we taught them the 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 basics, you know, 
And when I think of myself as a son of God and I think about, you know, going through this world and and, and the different people that I've met uh, at work, at school, at church, on the on the max line, I mean, traveling, whatever the case may be, I hope that when people see my life, they can see who God is and they can see that God is loving. They can see that God, you know, is real and they can see they can see that there is something different about my life because that's what I want to portray. That's what I want to reflect. So guys, we need to be better, you know, as a church, as a, as a body, we need to be better and we need to stop being so cynical and we need to be more uh, accepting of other people's processes. You know, everyone's going through something. We're all going through something. And sometimes the only thing that somebody needs is somebody that is nice. Somebody that is nice being nice goes a long way so that's definitely one of the goals that i have this year is to try to not be so cynical try not to be so judgmental you know um trying to be careful of the thoughts that come to my mind and not allowing them to come down to my heart you know so that's something that i want to encourage you to do as well um let's just be better together there's so much that we can, uh, so many people that we can we can attract to to Jesus, to God, you know, if we can be better. So anyhow, check it out, Kat Von D on Becoming a Christian on the uh, Relatable Podcast, and uh, I'm sure that you're going to enjoy that. Well, guys, uh, that was that was fast. Our, our time has come to an end here. We're going to go ahead and wrap things up. Uh, once again, thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for subscribing. Thank you for liking and following uh, the Cool Guy podcast on Instagram. Uh, it's going to be available on YouTube pretty soon. Uh, we're going to be able to do like a, a, a podcast, but also a vision cast so that you can see, you know, everything as it's happening. Uh, so thank you again. Thank you so much for all the messages that I received. Thank you for the support. And, you know, I, I, I couldn't do it without Jesus. I mean, at, again, at the end of the day, this is the reason that I'm doing this is just to spread the, the gospel of Jesus and just spread a little bit of love, you know, and encouragement. Uh, because at the end of the day, man, it, I just want you to feel blessed. And I want you to know that there is a God that is loving and, and, and cares about you. And he's just trying to remind you of that, trying to silence the noise and remind you that you are loved, that he considers you a son and a daughter. So anyhow, if there's anything that you want to reach out to me about, please do so. Um, you can email me podcast, the cool guy at gmail.com, or you can send me a, a message on Instagram, the cool guy podcast. Once again, thank you so much for tuning in and we We'll be here next week again, talking about other things happening in this crazy world that we're living in, but trying to make it better with a Jesus twist. God bless you guys. Love you all. See you next time.